Welcome to the Secrets to Mindful Health podcast. I am your host, Beth Warren. It's the holiday season, and although that brings a lot of fun, exciting things, it's also a lot of challenges when it comes to eating and keeping healthy, keeping towards your goals, but most importantly, having you feel good, not only physically, but emotionally too. We just got past the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah. A lot of people are having other holidays coming up, but to be honest, this episode is helpful for anybody going through a weekend that went a little overboard. If you had a family occasion like a wedding or things that come up where you just feel like, what did I do? Or, Or what this episode is called, I feel so fat, which is a pet peeve of mine. I would love people to be more specific that what you might feel is bloated or uncomfortable, swollen, But just so you know, there's no way to gain fat overnight, so to speak. And just like it takes a long time to longer time to lose fat versus just total weight, it takes a longer time to gain fat, which is nice to know because usually the shifts in weight over overdoing it weekends, holidays, just a night out is mostly fluid, which fluid retention related. And the things that we're going to talk about today is to how to help bloating, more specifically fluid retention and other things that make you feel swollen, not great, physically feeling ill and completely unmotivated. I'd first like to start by saying what I always say, which is that this is not about feeling guilty or like you did something bad. I'm quite the opposite person. I am happy to indulge on the holiday or going out to eat with friends. I think that's a part of life. Your nutrition and weight journey should always be a, be about enhancing your total quality of life, not just how you look, even if looks might be a goal, which is valid as well. But you want to learn the balance in all things. And sometimes you make an active mindful choice. And I have many episodes speaking about mindful eating and mindful choices and how to treat yourself. But now that you have, it doesn't mean you might come out of it feeling the best physically, even though emotionally, I'm hoping you were well prepared and are feeling good emotionally about your decision. But now what do we do about the physical part? It's important to always be cognizant of both areas in a way that's very helpful and functional. And that's what you learn life's about. Life's about the ups and the downs. It's not about spikes and dips. It's just about ups and downs. So You may be waking up today feeling a little less motivated physically. I definitely am there. I'm often there because I love the life of balance, but I actually use the swollen, heavy feeling to motivate me to push through it because the only way out is through. And I want to get over that feeling quickly. I know the tools I need to do that I will share with you today in order to push past it, but it takes a crazy amount of strength mentally and physically. You are physically heavier. I'm not saying you're not. You do have excess water weight. That could be anywhere from one, two, three to five. Sometimes I've seen crazy amount of fluid retention pounds. Let's say on average, three to five pounds of water weight overnight. So 
you want to be able to push past that feeling. And I'm going to share with you just how to do that and how I do it. But understanding that it takes a lot of intention and resilience and mental strength is important because you wake up feeling heavy and the last thing you want to do is eat. The last thing you want to do is move your body <clears throat> because what you're feeling is real weight and it's hard. But the harder it feels, the more you're going to come out of it feeling amazing. So let's first explain detox and what a detox is. So this term gets thrown around often in the marketing world. It is a marketing ploy. And I can tell you right now that without even sharing with me any details about a detox diet that you're going to tell me about or show me or a detox protocol or a detox supplement, I will tell you flat out it is a scam. It is a scam. They're playing on your emotional angst. Just so you know, I have this motto that in my almost 15 years of clinical practice, I can tell you that the more overwhelming something feels, the more simple and straightforward solution you need. So instead of getting wrapped up in your angst and your overwhelmingness, take that as a cue to take a step back and recognize that it's hitting a lot of triggers for you, which is okay. But what you need to do is probably something very simple and straightforward and definitely well-proven. So first of all, detox is a real term. I mean, we have a detoxification process that our bodies naturally are equipped with, luckily, largely through our skin, our liver, and we're able to detox on our own. So even if you take this conversation away and do nothing, know that in a couple of days, weeks, whatever it takes, you will be okay, thank God, unless there's some underlying condition. And that's important to note because you don't have to really do anything. But I like to be proactive. I like to push past a feeling I'm not feeling good in. I fully support you wanting to help support your detox system. And that's the point. You can do things to help support detoxification in your body, but you're not doing detoxification in your body with anything to do with drinks or foods, your body's doing that anyway. And what your goal should be is helping your body support that so you can get over the feeling a little quicker and along the lines and working towards your, your health and weight goals. So you want to be able to focus on the fact that detox here for us is meeting re meaning reducing bloating, reducing swelling, and helping you get over that peak that I'm referencing where you're now pushed past this uncomfortable zone and you're back towards your regular journey on health and weightness and health and weight and diet. So what I am saying is that there are little kitschy tactics that we can do that are well proven to help support your system if you're looking to do that. Nothing ever replaces just a natural whole foods based diet, but we are going to speak about some active things you can do aside from that, because there are a lot of people who come to me and say, shouldn't I start with a detox? Shouldn't I start with a cleanse? And I always say the essence of what you do when you work with me is a whole food cleanse like you are focused on plant-based sources of food, whole foods, less processed foods, most often hydrating, sweating, in other words, just a healthy lifestyle. But if you want to feel like you're being a little more active in the choices you're making in order to get you past this hump, here are some things you can do. So when we speak about hydration, hydration is our body's natural way to filter your system. I mean, one of the components of your weight is fluid. 
And what we're saying during these times is typically what's happening is you're fluctuating in water weight and fluid retention. And that's what's driving you crazy in terms of watching a scale, which by the way, I do not advise when you feel this way. Please trust the way you're feeling and don't exacerbate a horrible feeling by going on the scale. Give yourself at least a week or two until you revisit the scale. Your physical feelings of feeling bigger and swollen are enough to help guide you and recognize, okay, this is what I did and I want to get past that. But that is largely fluid retention based. So obviously the anecdote or actually not so obvious, the anecdote to fluid retention is actually drinking more fluid. It's not the obvious. There is a lot of juxtapositions in nutrition. The the more you drink, the more you help flush your system out. That's because fluid lies in two different ways, extracellular fluid, intracellular fluid, and you're allowing your body to keep well hydrated to help filter that through through your kidneys, which is part of this filtration detox system. So there is so much to say about drinking and drinking actual water, not sweetened things. So artificially sweetened, artificial sweeteners are proven to affect gut bacteria, especially long-term use and you're looking to help the bloating. So we're not going to go for any sweetened, artificially sweetened things because we're talking about hydrating to help detox because that's going to complicate the less bloated feeling that we're looking to get to. So literally just water. Now, if you want to add a step up for that, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about the concept of lemon water. In my book, Secrets of a Kosher Girl, I do call it like a kosher cleanse elixir where I tell you to put lemon and mint in water. Mint has anti-carmative properties, so that also helps in bloating. Lemon, the thing with lemon, one thing with lemon is the fact that there's pectin in lemon, which is an insoluble fiber, so you could start getting some fibers in. There's not really much more magic to it than that. I mean, you get limonoids, which is a good flavonoid. That That's an antioxidant, but again, just to do something fun, you can add lemon and mint to your water. Uh, you could drink it hot. Some people experience feeling more full with hot beverages. If that does it for you, you could try it hot. I personally don't mind if it's cold. Just get yourself drinking more period and then more water. And if you want to add some things, lemon and mint is nice. Apple cider vinegar with the mother mother could be another little anecdote, but that's again, anecdotal evidence, but it could just be again, a fun thing that you can feel like you're actively doing to up your body's ability to naturally detox. So go for it if you want to go for it. We're going to have to discuss sweating and movement. Now, in my Instagram and my other podcast speaking about eating healthy on a holiday season, I did start to address bloating and how to combat that in that episode. So I didn't want to feel like I was leaving people hanging with no active tips. So with that being said, I just want to quickly recap with you how to combat bloating on some of the outside the box options I gave. So how to combat bloating in ways that you might not know. Sweat. Your body's natural ability to detox is through sweat. So getting sweating, not only with a workout, but even going to getting your hands on a hot sauna would be amazing if you could do some sort of sauna therapy or just take your a self-care day for yourself. Um, There are a lot of gyms these days that have saunas and other lock, locker rooms. So releasing chemicals through sweat. Of course, hydrating after that and hydrating, we already just discussed where you can also hydrate in the forms of lemon in your water, mint in your water, 
You can also use teas. Teas are very helpful uh, anti-bloating options. They are impactful. Green tea especially is nice to have. You can ice or heat them. Like I said, sometimes for people, hot makes them feel more full. It's whatever really does it for you. I don't care. Uh, You can also use something called dandelion root tea. So dandelion root is interesting. It's kind of something that they say is a natural diuretic. You should check with your doctor if you're taking any medications before starting any of these root um, options. But dandelion root tea is a newer one I've been talking about. There's also fennel tea, which is great for bloating. You give that to babies in these little drops that people think help with their uh, colic. And there's also mint tea in general. So there's a lot of avenues that you can up your fluid intake um, and do these nice things that are well proven to assist your body's detox systems and get you drinking more, period. So even if you want to use it as a thing like that. And again, that's stemming you away from the sweeteners and the artificial sweeteners, which are not helping our detox process. They are making that more complicated and not helping your bloating. There's moving it when I was saying about the sweating and moving it, but actually moving in general just helps stimulate your digestive system and just helps get those bowels moving. And obviously detox goes through your bowels and you want to get that starting and pumping. So taking even just a walk and not actively making it about the sweat fest is very helpful to help your body detox. Then there's breath. So that's another thing I like talking about. And I wanted to talk about it a little bit more here where there's so much to say about, again, this overwhelming angst that we wake up and feel because we feel physically swollen and heavier. I'm recognizing it's not a great feeling like mentally. It's just not. I mean, you're not motivated and you're kind of just panicking because you're physically feeling very uncomfortable and it's hard to sit with discomfort, which is why I make active choices to get up and push myself to get moving because I rather struggle through a workout because I'm feeling more lethargic and heavier because I know coming out of the end of it, I'm going to sweat a little. I'm going to clear my head emo- emotionally. I'm going to do some breath work with, I'm going to have some space. And I know those actions for me will get me to the other side quicker. So sometimes just sitting with breath is helping giving yourself the space that you need to help this overwhelming angst feeling. And that overwhelming angst feeling you get stuck on is usually not a motivating place and not something that you're going to actively do something functional with. So actually practicing breath work is really helpful because if you can't bring yourself to push yourself for a workout yet, you're not having that space. You're waking up all anxious, sit in the discomfort and breathe. Um, Breath work, some straightforward ones are the breathing in through four, holding it and breathing out for four. Doing things like meditation. There's so many podcasts these days on meditation, meditation, and there's also even YouTube videos on meditation that I really recommend. You can even just search like meditation to feel good about your body and they'll show you something and you just sort of listen to it in the beginning is what I'd recommend and not have expectations on yourself, but you'll see how you slowly start getting into it or feeling differently after you've listened. So that meant that you already performed an element of meditation. So yay. Um, but taking space and allowing the breath work is obviously p- well proven to decrease stress and anxiety. It even helps with things like PTSD. So especially if this is triggering for you old feelings of when you felt swollen and bloated and helpless and horrific and this negative spiral of emotion, because all you did was enjoy your holiday, then um, this breath is a vital step. Don't discount 
these little things that are a little bit eye rollish to you. I always tell you guys, I love the eye rolls because that means it's something obvious that you should be doing. And when it's obvious, it's usually practical. When it's practical, it's sustainable and something that's actually going to work. So I'm all for the eye rolls, but yes, breath work, breathing exercises, meditation will even at minimal help calm you down. So allow you to be able to think functionally and then make your next move. Because when you're stuck in the overwhelming feeling, that's not a motivating feeling. Now we got to talk about the food, but actually before I talk about the food, cause I'm going to get into the food a little bit, uh, definitely strategically, I'm actually going to tell you what I feel you should eat. So get ready for that. But that is my forte. But I did want to also mention cold showers. So I mentioned sauna and sweat. But these days, it's sort of funny to watch the ping pongs in science. And now everyone's obsessed with these cold ice water baths. And it could just be as simple as a cold shower. Um, I actually fought. I'm a, I'm a fighter. I only did one fight in boxing in my life. And in my training regiment, um, for camp, they call it, I did um, cold showers because you're supposed to be able to breathe and push through the discomfort feelings. But it's also really well proven for inflammation in a sense of something that you might want to throw into your week of detox, natural detox for something fun. So again, these are little added levels to what we're going to get into, which is your baseline level of good eating that you can do to help combat this inflammation and help the swelling, you know, go down. It's just like when you ice a boo-boo and that helps with inflammation, it's telling you about the same thing type of thing. In a recent study, people who showered in cold water for 30, 60 or 90 seconds even took 29% fewer sick days than people who did not. So something about the immune system kicking it up and it helps also just improve sleep and it just helps you relax. So again, a lot of this is about being calm, relaxed, decrease inflammation, breathing through it. I mean, this is detox. This is the detox work that we want, not a juice cleanse. Okay. We need to do the actual work to get us through it. And the this, this type of work is only, like I say, with any wellness goal, it only opens up more wellness opportunities and more benefits beyond what you knew I could be. So these are the habits that will stay with you forever if you get into them and they would always be there for you in normal life instances that you want to indulge because that's what's normal. This is the work, not telling someone what to eat and not to eat, which I'm going to do soon. It's this work. This work is the maintenance. This work is how to get over something and get back on track and enjoying knowing how to also enjoy your moments at the same time. There was an interesting one also about just turning off your phone for a little bit. I mean, as Jews, we observe the Sabbath every weekend and you turn off your phone and I've never found a more beneficial situation that I meet a lot of non-Jews who are commend us for and want to do it too, uh, because that obviously also is decreasing the stress and it decreases your level of distraction. So if you're finding yourself, oh, I want to go for a workout, but then you're checking your phone, you're not being functional. So those are just little added habits to help the process of detoxing because they're keeping you focused, keeping you calm. So now about the food. I really hope we're past the days of juice cleanses. I really, really do. All that does is play with your blood sugar and it doesn't have any of the nourishing properties that will actually help get you past the bloating feeling. So for example, um, things like things like juice cleanses don't have the fiber sources, they usually shift with the fiber. Doing something more like a smoothie is very smart. 
you're amping up the hydration aspect, you're amping up the fluid aspects, and you are able to get in the fiber that's not only help filling you, it'll help get your systems going. Because remember, we mentioned about the bowel movements involved in um, the detoxification process. So you want to have that fiber in your food. And I fully encourage using smoothies as sources of snacks or even some meals in your day when you're trying to do something a little bit more detox-like. It just has to make sure it's a balanced smoothie that always has a combination of fiber and protein. Very important. So even if you're using like a pea protein powder as a source of protein with, let's say, a tablespoon of a nut butter and then a cup of fruit, put some almond milk in there, unsweetened, and you got yourself a smoothie. So that could be a great option in, in context for a breakfast. So waking up and not feeling, let's say you feel physically ill when you want, when you wake up and you're just like, I can't even eat anything. I can't even tell you what big of a mistake that is. Very big mistake not to eat anything in the morning after feeling like you overdid it because your goal here is to remember, help yourself over this hump, not sit on the hump. Got to help yourself. So it's going to take a little feeling of uncomfortable to get pet to the comfortable. You wake up and you should try to have a high protein breakfast. You can do that in the form of a smoothie with some fruit, or you can just literally make eggs with a bowl of fruit. So it's okay. I think in the sense, if you have a otherwise healthy situation going on in your life that you have more fruit, let's say with breakfast and that protein, because it's very important. You focus on protein after a night, um, like that. And you could forego, let's say, the cereals or the highly processed grains just for that morning if you want to feel like you want to start flushing things through. I personally think that's okay. If anything ever feels like it is backfiring on you. So if you feel like, but I need a whole grain in the morning or I'm going to ravage the cabinets, obviously have the whole grain. I mean, we have to look at the bigger picture here. But what we're focusing on is intentional things you want to do if you do want to, quote unquote, help your body detox. So you wake up and you either have a high protein smoothie, balance of protein and fiber, or you have a high protein breakfast like eggs with some fruit, then do not skip meals or snacks. Do not skip meals and snacks. That is my whole thing. It's my only rule. And it's important for 99% of life situations, if not 100%, because you've got to keep your cortisol at bay. That doesn't mean it goes up, doesn't go up and down. That's natural. But you don't want it to be spiking and dipping or continuously going up from munching. You want it to have steady um, peaks and valleys. You don't want to have it have harsh spikes and dips. And stress is your uh, inflammatory response. So we are trying to keep inflammation down. We're trying to help our body detox and not bring more inflammation through what we can control with our food and times we're eating. So you want to still eat about every two, three hours, a balance of protein and fiber. And like I already said, you can do them in the more in the form of smoothie based options. If you want to feel like you're also flushing and hydrating, as long as those smoothies are balanced. So you're not compensating on the macronutrient profiles. You're just manipulating them a bit to be a little bit more detox friendly and helping flush things through. That is okay. Doing extremes and not giving your body what it needs to actually detox and get you over the hump is not okay. So that's where the juice cleanses come in because that's not giving you what it needs. It's making you feel good in a moment, but then two or three days later, you feel like crap. You have headaches and fatigue and guess what? That's inflammation again. And it's not getting you anywhere. Remember, detox is not all about weight loss. It's about detox. So you're trying to get over the hump so you could get back to baseline levels of weight not related to shifts in fluid levels, and then go about your journey of your average loss or maintenance or whatever your goals are with that. 
So it's very important to eat every two, three hours. And then you want to think plant focused. That's what I would tell you. So you were thinking protein, we're thinking plant focused. So now moving on from breakfast, it doesn't mean plant focused means no carbs. Okay. But I would challenge you since we're saying let's focus on plants to say, I want starchy vegetables as sources of a carbohydrate. I think that's a great idea. So that would be butternut squash, sweet potato, even baked potatoes, nothing wrong with a potato. Starchy vegetables, macronutrient wise are what they are. They all have vitamins, fiber, and nutrients. It's all a matter of how you prepare them. I'm sure you guys could imagine. I would definitely lean off high sodium foods, nothing that exacerbates fluid retention. Why would you do that? So I would definitely watch how much salt I'm adding to foods or obvious sodium culprits, I call them in other episodes, and focus on those starchy vegetables as your source of carb. And then plants. So you want to stay away from food sensitivity. So let's say you always get super bloated from a sheet of cauliflower and you can't control yourself around the volume when you make cauliflower, maybe don't make the cauliflower, but that's not because it's a bad food. It's just you're trying to help yourself feel good through the bloating and you wouldn't do something purposefully that you know to bloat you. It's normal to expand slightly after a meal. That is what the fibers do, but then you drink a lot of water and you're meant to then go to the bathroom at some point and get even flatter. So just know your body, know yourself or start learning it in this process because you might be surprised that you didn't realize kale actually makes you feel bloated in the moment and that and you would have been happy to pick another vegetable in that moment. Not that it was bad, just that you're helping to overcome this uncomfortable feeling. So lean proteins, fish is amazing. Please get over the fact that you quote unquote don't like fish. I'll argue anybody that it's the smell hold your nose. I don't know what to tell you. And definitely if you don't like fish, your kids aren't going to like it either. I am telling you, but a lot of parents come to me with their kids and they don't feel like they quote unquote see it, but I'm telling you, they see it. They know everything. They know that you're avoiding fish. Don't like fish. Don't bring fish in the house. And it affects them and they grow up being much less likely to have fish. So the best thing you can ever do for your kids is bring fish in the house and start cooking and prepare it. Start having the smell be around and start normalizing fish as a dinner protein option. Okay. I'm very into that. And so lean proteins like fish, uh, chicken, try to stay away from the red meats, even for the salt content, uh, any high fat foods that are excessively like animal protein, high fat foods versus almonds are great. You know, plant, plant-based healthy fats actually help inflammation. So you're looking to eat about every two or three hours. Feel free to start with a smoothie for breakfast. That's high protein, fiber, uh, unsweetened almond milk, or incorporate that with or as a snack. You're looking to do lean protein sources and plant-focused options for carbohydrate and non-starchy vegetables to help fill you. Another great option for snacks would be, again, a plant-focused snack. So pairing, let's say, hummus with carrots or guacamole with cucumbers, portion-controlled, but the water-based vegetables and fiber as even one of the snacks is going to be great. So if I were you, people like this, what I would do in a day, I'm not you, right? So don't judge only based on what I do, but I intentionally wake up at 545 when I'm exhausted and not feeling motivated and I push myself to a workout that early because I want to feel good. I want to get refocused. I want to get clear. I want to get motivated. I want to come out with this sweat and I want to start already instead of a level 10 at a level eight. I'm a little more clear headed. Come home, already have an appetite because I just worked out and I feel a little less swollen. So I'm a little more motivated to make healthful food choices and I'm going to make eggs with some fruit. Sometimes I even use the almond flour wraps from Trader Joe's, which I love. So they're more almond-based versus grain-based. 
they're actually gluten-free. So if I'm feeling really hungry or I don't want this to deflect my abilities to eat well throughout the day because I don't want to be over hungry, I'll have an almond flour wrap with the eggs and some fruit, or I'll just have the eggs with fruit. Next, I would do a smoothie for a snack, which could be really fun. A tablespoon of nut butter and cup of fruit, unsweetened almond milk as a snack. Then I would do a really healthy salad where I put mm, probably tuna, being honest, something quick, unless I had salmon left over and uh, butternut squash. I usually always have roasted and ready at the beginning of the week to use as a yummy source of non-starchy of starchy vegetables. And so I would have tuna salad and a half a cup of butternut squash. The afternoon, I would definitely either do carrots and hummus or cucumbers and guacamole, which is why I gave you that option. Whenever I'm looking to quote unquote, helpfully detox my body, I go for more of the vegetable-based snacks as at least one of the snacks because I'm generally, thank God, a healthful person. And that just makes me feel like I'm doing an extra boost. For dinner, I would do the same thing, even if it's a piece of chicken or uh, salmon and half a sweet potato, let's say, and broccoli. Um I made a really cute acorn squash vegetable soup that is like a two dish or one dish wonder, so to speak. So I might even do soup based option where I get more liquid based things. Um, Maybe I would have put some chicken chunks in there or tofu, let's say, with the vegetable soup inside the acorn squash. It was so cute because the acorn squash would act act as your starchy vegetable. The mixed vegetables would be your vegetable. It would be liquid based. So it helped me feel more flushed. And then I had a protein inside or on the side. That's the gist. If that actually revved my metabolism up, I would think that's a good sign. And if I wanted a little square of over 70% dark chocolate leader, I would have it because that's actually an anti-inflammatory sources. So remember, guys, the moral of the story here today is you're not looking to starve yourself. You're not looking to do something extreme. You're looking to help support yourself. And supporting yourself always comes down to the fact of a healthful, balanced diet that you should be living with 80% or so of the time anyway. And you do these little extra additional food choices or drink choices to help assist in the moments, but nothing takes away your actual lifestyle from a day-to-day perspective that you just look to boost during these times. So I hope this helped you and make sure you're also enjoying those holidays and the moments with families and friends outside the holidays, because that's really what balance is all about. Don't forget to tune in for more episodes on Spotify and be sure to follow us on TikTok at Instagram at Nourished by Beth for more wellness ideas.